I will open up my heart ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my heart and into my soul. Pledging my life, serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back anything at all. I will just respond to your call. Father, we thank you and we bless you for a wonderful time like this. As we are about to zoom into today's teaching. Father, Lord, give us clarity of speech. Give us understanding and illumination into the things of the Spirit. Father, bless everyone listening to this audio. As they are hearing this, Father, prep their spirit. Give them insight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My name is the Apostolic Prophet, Mark Julius K. Bonridge from the Bonridge Generation. And today's teaching is entitled, The Prophetic Ministry. Wherever you are, I would just like you to repeat this after me. Say, The Prophetic Ministry. Alright, our anchor scripture is taken from Amos chapter 3 verse number 7. The Bible says, Surely I will do nothing but reveal my secret unto the prophet. And our second scripture is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse number 20 to number 22. The Bible said, But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. In 21, the Bible said, And if thou shalt say in thy heart, How shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? Verse 22, the Bible said, When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. God bless you for the reading of God's word. As you have stayed with me, may God favor you and bless you in Jesus' name. Now, by means of introduction, I would like to open your understanding. You know, as there are many parts of the body of Christ, so there are many ministries in the vineyard of God. According to Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 11 to number 12, uh, I would like you to know that, however, there are more ministries like healing, deliverance, administration, help. Giving is even a ministry. Intercession is a ministry. Faith, missionary, visitation, ushering the music sanctuary cleaning they are all ministries in the kingdom of god so this will lead us to the main question of the day then you ask me man of god what then is a ministry so a ministry is the department where you function to exercise the gift of god upon your life So, therefore, the prophetic ministry is where the prophet stands to operate. Now, I would like you to know that the discovery of your office or ministry gives you confidence. Uh, I'm telling you what, the discovery of your office gives you what? Confidence. And we can find this in the instincts or in the life of Jeremiah. You know, he was called into ministry from birth, anointed by God, but didn't know his placement, so he lost his confidence. If you read the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, the Bible said the word of Jeremiah, the son of Helkin, of the priest, 
that were in Antartum, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Amnon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Joachim, the son of Joazah, king of Judah, unto the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Joshua, the king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Uh, now, this is where the call starts in verse in verse number four. Uh, the Bible said in Jeremiah chapter one, verse number four downwards, the Bible said, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. <laughs> and before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctify thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So the number six said, then and the prophet started saying, then said I, Lord, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. And the Lord answered him and said, but the Lord said unto me, say not I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. <laughs> so that is confidence identifying your ministry. Then verse number 8, the Bible says, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. So in the prophetic ministry, when you want to prophesy, number one, you must not have fear inside of you fear must not come inside of you because fear is not the ministry of god he said let us approach the throne of god with all confidence in first john <coughs> sorry first john chapter one john chapter five verse number 14 first john chapter five verse number 14 that was said this is the confidence that we have in christ jesus so when god is speaking he's talking about confidence approach the throne with confidence so the prophet always speaks with confidence so if you have seen it you have seen it in a vision in your dream in this you should be confident enough to decree and declare it because if fear set in the devil can manipulate that vision so god was saying to jeremiah be not afraid of their faces for i am with thee to deliver this year the lord then the lord put forth his hands and touched my mouth and the lord said unto me Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. So knowing your ministry gives you confidence. He says, see, I have said this day over the nations, over the kingdoms, to root out, that's his mandate, to pull out and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. My God. So your, your knowledge of your ministry gives you mastery over that specific area. I am not a prophet. I am an apostle, but I am man, my mandate is with the prophetic. I can operate in the prophetic. I'm a teacher. I'm a pastor. I'm an evangelist. That is what qualifies me to be an apostle called from womb. Called by God by two time to process and to nurture this gifting. So the question of the day and for these teachings is, who is a prophet? This is what many people don't understand or cannot define or cannot get clear. Who then is a prophet? Number one, a person who God shows his plans to. So a prophet is somebody who God reveals or shows his plans to. 
So from all this definition I'm about to give you, you will know that you are not left out of the vision equation. The Bible said in Joel chapter 2 verse number 28, that was it, in the last days, I shall pour my spirit on all flesh, that the young shall prophesy and the old shall see dreams that means you are not left out of the vision equation and moses the other day said i wish all that the sons of god would prophesy so it is the wish of god that we can all prophesy if you cannot wake me up or stand me to my feet and say man of god i see this at least you can prophesy to yourself and your family so who then is a prophet a prophet is a person who god shows his plans to genesis chapter 18 verse number 17 the Bible said, and the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham the things which I do? The destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah was told to Abraham. So if you are in a person that God reveals his plans to you, you should know that you are a prophet. Who is a prophet? Number two, a prophet is a person who speaks for God. Exodus chapter 4 verse number 16. A person that speaks for God. The Bible said, And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people, and he shall be, even he shall be to thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of a God. So, a person who speaks for God becomes a prophet. <laughs> Today we are going deep into the prophetic, so please open your mind. So by scripture, Genesis 18, 17, a person who God shows his plans to is a prophet. A person who God or a person who speaks for God is a prophet. So you need to always be and know your place in God. Who is a prophet? Number three, a person who discuss with God directly. A person who discusses with God directly. Numbers chapter 12 verse number 8. The Bible said, With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches, and in the similitude and of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were ye not were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Now I would like you to know that any time you know that this person discusses with God directly. That person is a prophet. You have to be scared of that person and not discuss about the person. Those who speak about the prophet, you are putting yourself in problem. Numbers chapter 1 verse 1 downwards, you will see the story over there. Please read it. A person who discusses with God is a prophet. So from these definitions, you can tell who you are and where you are. You might be a teacher, but with this grace or these teachings, you will know that you also carry the prophetic grace. So who then is a prophet? Number four, a person who speaks and his word comes to pass. We just read that in the anchor scripture for today, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 22. He said, when a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the things follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord had not spoken, but the prophet had spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. So when that prophet prophesies into your life consistently and over time, it has not manifest. Please don't be scared of that person. He's not a prophet. He's just putting fear upon you. 
This is going to be a controversial teaching by the truth from scriptures. So who is a prophet, number five? A person who speaks by himself and God confirms it. <laughs> there are days you make a declaration and the Lord confirmed it for you and it manifested. Woman of God, man of God, you are a prophet. Believe it or leave it, you are a prophet. So a prophet is a person who speaks by himself and God confirms it. There are times people call me and say, man of God, what do you see? I'm not seeing anything, but I have the power to make declaration. When I decree and declare, it comes into manifestation. Because I didn't call God, God called me. First Samuel chapter 3 verse number 19, the Bible said, And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did let none of his words fall to the ground. So you should know that God is not a talkative. There are days God does not speak, but because someone stands in the place of God, he stands in the stead of God. When he speaks, God must honor his word. Who is a prophet? A prophet is a person who has the spirit of God inside him. A person who has the spirit of God inside him. Nehemiah chapter 9 verse number 30, the Bible said, Yet many years didst thou forbear them, and testifiest against them by the Spirit in thy prophet. Yet would they not give ear, therefore givest thou them into the hand of the people of the land. So a prophet is a carrier of the Spirit of God. A prophet is a carrier of the Spirit of God. So, if you don't carry the Spirit of God, naturally, you are giving to the Spirit of the land. You are giving to the evil spirit to be tormented. So, anybody that possesses the Spirit of God, that person carries the prophetic. Who is a prophet? Number seven. A person who interprets dreams accurately. Daniel chapter 5, verse number 11 to 12. The Bible said, There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the Holy God, and in the days of thy father light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, which found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father made master of the magicians, the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And number 12, the Bible says, For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding and interpreting, interpretation of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubt were found in the same Daniel, who the king named Belteza. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. So a prophet is a person who interprets interprets dreams accurately so if you have this person you call and he says he's not a prophet yet he interprets your dreams you get the clarity from the scriptures that person is a prophet you see the 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 problem with this early generation or the upcoming youth of this dispensation is that because of the fathers in the land, uh, the prophetic ministers in the land, they think you just wake up, receive the prophetic impartation, and you just start calling names and phone numbers and telling mysteries. No, the first step of every prophetic ministry is declaration. 
make sure you do declarations and let there be utterances. Utterances is when the Holy Ghost back your words, when he back your declaration. When the Holy Ghost back your declaration, it becomes utterances. It does not become oral literature. It becomes utterances. And when there is manifestation, that is the birth of the prophetic. Let's not go there. This is, let me do theory today. So, who is a prophet? Number eight. A Prophet is a person who knows the secret of God. In Amos chapter 3 verse number 7, he says, Surely, surely, the Lord will do nothing but reveal his what? His secrets or the mysteries to the prophet. So, a person who knows the secret of God becomes a prophet. There are days many people call me and I tell them mysteries that is only known to them. Hidden things that is only known to them. That is what we call the indwelling of the Spirit of God that activates the, the wisdom. We call it the Sophie, the, the higher wisdom of God. Sophie is when you have the knowledge of God. You speak like God. You talk like God. You are not even like you are, you are God. That is the Sophie wisdom of God. That is for another time. Who is a prophet? A prophet is a person who God speaks through. Hebrews chapter 1 verse number 1. A person who speaks or God speaks through. So the Bible said, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners speak in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. So a person who God speaks through becomes an epitome or an embodiment of the prophetic. So who then is a prophet? Number 10, a person who can foresee what will happen in the future. Acts chapter 27 verse number 10. Every point I give you, I am giving you scriptures. For you to know that I'm giving you definition from referring from the scripture. A person who can foresee what will happen in the future. So, according to Acts chapter 27, verse number 10, you see that, and said unto them, Sirs, Paul was speaking, said, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the landing and the ship, but also of our lives. I decree and declare over your life. You shall not be blindfolded to the future in the name of Jesus. So now, if we are talking and have defined the prophet for you, let me give you prophets in the Bible. Let's list some prophets in the Bible. Let's see something in the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse number 19. So the first prophet I can talk about is Adam. Why is Adam a prophet? Adam gave names to animals. Adam gave what? Names to animals. Genesis chapter 2 verse number 19, the Bible said, And out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought into Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. My God, I just love what you do. So Adam gave names unto the animals. The Bible said, and God created every living beast from the ground and brought it to Adam and to see what Adam will call it. So Adam didn't name a lion a lion, but he gave the lion a nature. I'll talk about that later. So what we know that Adam named every animal, no. He gave nature like to the animals. So if it's lion, why do we have lion in English? In Chi, in our local dialect in Ghana, here we say Jata. In South Africa, we say Samba. It is different names, but what Adam gave to those animals were nature. When you see a lion, it has a nature of being a king of the jungle. 
it roars. So another prophet in the Bible is Enoch. Enoch walked with God. Genesis chapter 5 verse number 21 to 24, you can read it. But I'm only going to read a few parts for you. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. So Enoch walked with God. That is another prophet. Noah heard from God. Noah is also a prophet. Genesis chapter 6 verse number 8 to number 9. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was just a perfect man in his generation and Noah walked with God. So another prophet in the Bible is Abraham. Abraham became friend with God. Abraham was a friend of God. According to Genesis chapter 20 verse number 7, the Bible said, Now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet. God confirmed his ministry himself. He said, give Abraham's wife back to him because this man is what? A prophet. And he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, thou shalt surely die, and all that are thine. So God gave a specific warning. Another prophet in the Bible is Isaac. Isaac heard from God in Genesis chapter 26, verse number 3 to number 4. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all the countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto thy, unto Abraham thy father. So Isaac heard from God. Another prophet in the Bible is Jacob. Jacob wrestled with God. Jacob wrestled with God. According to Genesis chapter 28 verse number 16, the Bible said, And Jacob awoke out of his sleep and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place and I knew not. Now, another prophet in the Bible is Joseph. Joseph heard from God. In Genesis chapter 37 verse number 7 to number 10, please write the scriptures and read them. I might just read a few out of it. I might just read a few out of it. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more so joseph heard from god specifically and from the definitions you can tell why they are all prophet are mentioning moses spoke to and heard from god so moses was a prophet in the bible exodus chapter 3 verse number 8 and the bible said i'm reading to number 7 and the lord said i have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in egypt and have heard thy cry by reason of their tax masters for i know their sorrows and i am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the egyptians and to bring them out of the land unto a good land and a large land unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the canaanites and the hittite and the amorite and the parasite and the heavyside and the jebusite may god take you to your place of rest in the name of jesus I said, may God take you to your place of rest in the name of Jesus. Another prophet in the Bible is Aaron. Why is Aaron a prophet? Because Aaron received from God. The Bible said in Exodus chapter 7 verse number 2, he said, Thou shalt speak all that I command thee. And Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh, that he sends the children of Israel out of his land. So another prophet in the Bible or prophetess is Miriam. 
Miriam was called a prophetess. Exodus chapter 15, verse number 20. The Bible said, And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. So the scripture emphatically stated who Miriam was, a prophetess. So who, again, was a prophet in the Bible? Let's look at Caleb. Why is Caleb a prophet? Because he prophesied. Let's see something in the book of Numbers chapter 13, verse number 30. The Bible said, And Caleb settled the people before Moses and said, Let us go at once and possess it, for we are, we are well able to overcome it. You shall overcome in the name of Jesus. Who again was a prophet in the Bible? Joshua. According to Numbers chapter 27, verse number 18, Joshua heard from God. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take thee, Joshua, the son of Nun, and a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay thy hand upon him. I, I decree over your life that the power of God shall locate you in the name of Jesus. Let's look at prophetess Deborah. Deborah was called a prophetess in the Bible, so don't argue it. Judges chapter 4, verse number 4, the Bible said, And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lepidoth. She judged Israel at that time. My God. Let's look at Gideon. Why is Gideon a prophet? If you want to argue that in Judges chapter 16, verse chapter 6, verse number 14, you see that Gideon was sent by God. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, <laughs> and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? So Gideon was sent by God. Let's look at another prophet in the Bible, Prophet Samuel. Why is Samuel a prophet? Is because Samuel heard directly from God. First Samuel chapter 3, verse number 11 to number 14. You can read it, but I want to read on only number 11. The Bible said, And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a new thing in Israel, at which both the ears of everyone that heareth it shall tingle. The Lord categorically spoke to Samuel. He said, Behold, I will do a new thing. Based on this scripture, I decree and declare over your life that may God do something new in your life in the name of Jesus. Now, let's look at Saul, Old Testament. Hey, was Saul a prophet? Yes. Why? Because Saul prophesied. First Samuel chapter 19, verse number 24. The Bible said, And he stripped off his clothes also and prophesied before Samuel in, in like manner and lay down naked all the day of that night wherefore they say is Saul also among the prophet after this teaching may the prophetic grace locate you in the name of Jesus now let's look at prophet David was David a prophet in the Bible yes David heard from God in first Samuel chapter 23 verse number 11 to 12 the Bible said will the men of Kilia deliver me up unto his land will Saul come down as thy servant heard O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, he will come down. Then said David, will the men of Kilah deliver me up, my men, into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will deliver thee up. God spoke and David heard from God. Nathan was also a prophet in the Bible and Nathan was sent to David by God. 2 Samuel chapter 7 to verse 10 to number 17. 
it's a long passage so kindly read it but moreover i will appoint a place for my people israel and will plant them that they may dwell in the place of their own and move no more neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them anymore as before time and as as since the time that i commanded judges to be over my people israel and have caused thee to rest from all thy enemies also the lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house and when the days be fulfilled and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers i will set up thy seed after thee which shall proceed out of the bowels and i shall establish his kingdom he shall build an house for my name and i will establish the throne of the kingdom forever i will be his father and he shall be my son if he commit iniquity i will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of his children men but my mercy shall not depart away from him as i look from Saul, whom I put away before thee, and those house and the kingdom shall be established forever before thee, thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. So Nathan was sent by God unto David. So Nathan was a prophet. Was Solomon a prophet in the Bible? Yes. Why? Because Solomon heard from God. First Kings chapter 3, verse number 5 to number 14. Do I have to read it because of time? Okay. In verse number 5 to number 40, but I'm just reading number 5. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give thee. Hey, so after after Solomon did the sacrifice at Gibeon, the Lord came down personally to Solomon and said, ask me what you want and I will give it unto you. A decree over your life that your actions will cause God to come down in the name of Jesus. Let's talk about Elijah. Yes, Elijah was a prophet. Why? Because he talked on behalf of God. 1 Kings chapter 17, verse number 1 to number 2. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitation of Gilead, said unto Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. <laughs> and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, that is 1 Kings chapter 70, verse number 1 and verse number 2. So Elijah talked on behalf of God to the people. Was Isaiah a prophet? Yes, because Isaiah prophesied in 1 Kings chapter 20, verse number 1 to number 14. Please, you can read it. Micaiah. Was Micaiah a prophet? Yes. Why? Because he was called a prophet according to the scriptures. 1 Kings chapter 22, verse number 7 to number 28. I'm reading verse number 7 and number 8. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord beside that we might inquire of him? And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah, the son of Imla, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. <laughs> For he do not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. So, uh, who then is a prophet in the Bible again? Let's look at Jonah. Why is Jonah a prophet? Because Jonah heard God's word or the word of God. In 2 Kings chapter 14, verse number 25, he restored the coast of Israel from the entering of Hamathan unto the sea of plain, according to the word of the Lord God Israel, which he spake by his hands of his servant Jonah, the servant of Amittai, the prophet, which was of Gath Hepha. So you might be wondering why I didn't quote from um, Jonah, because Jonah was first mentioned in 2 Kings. All right, so was Jeremiah a prophet? Yes, Jeremiah was a prophet. Jeremiah walked 
was called prophet in Ezra chapter 5 verse number 1. Then the prophet Haggai, the prophet, then the prophets Haggai, the prophet, and Zachariah, the son of Ido, prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel, even unto them. Jeremiah prophesied. So was Job also a prophet? Yes, because Job prophesied. And we can see that in the book of Job 23, verse number 10. But he knows where I am going. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. Please, I can give so many scriptures and we are not done. So please, am I not reading a scripture again? Please write these scriptures down and go study for yourself. So was Ezekiel a prophet? Yes, because Ezekiel prophesied in Ezra. Or Ezekiel chapter 1, verse number 1 to 48. The word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Busi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Sheba, and the hand of the Lord was upon him. Was Isaiah's wife a prophet? Yes, Isaiah's wife was called a prophetess in Isaiah chapter 8, verse number 3. And I went unto the prophetess, and she conceived and bare a son. Then said the Lord to me, Call his name Mahashala Hashbash. All right. So, was Daniel a prophet? Yes, because Daniel prophesied in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1 to number 12. You can read it. Meshach, Shadrach, Abednego were also prophets because they prophesied in Daniel chapter 3, verse number 17. If it be so, our God, whom we shall serve, is able to deliver us from the Jubilee final phrase, then he will deliver us out of the, thy hands, O king. Hosea also spoke God's word according to Hosea chapter 1, verse number 1 to 14. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said unto Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife of the wardom and children of wardom, for the land had committed great wardom departing from the Lord. Was Joel a prophet? Yes, because Joel heard God's voice according to Joel chapter 1, verse number 1 to number 3. The word of the Lord came unto Joel, the son of Pethua. I can continue, so please, you can read the scripture. Who again was a prophet? Amos. Amos talked for God according to Amos chapter 1, verse number 1 to number 9. Now, Paul also prophesied according to Acts chapter 27, verse number 9. He prophesied about the traveling and the shipwreck and what was going to happen. And in, that is in Acts chapter 27, verse number 9. John also prophesied and saw visions. Revelation chapter 1, verse number 1. The Bible said the revelation of Jesus Christ which gave unto him to show unto his seven things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto the servant John. Now, Agabus in the New Testament was also called a prophet in the book of Acts chapter 11, verse number 28. I am going fast because of time. I want to cover all this in just an hour. By the grace of God, I want to tell you the benefit of being a prophet or the benefit of the prophetic ministry or the benefit of knowing that you are a prophet. <laughs> this one, I'll take my time so that we can finish quickly. We are almost done. I just want to enlighten you on the prophetic ministry to know what you are, who you are, and what you can do. So, per the definition of who a prophet is, you will find yourself in one of the definitions and names of the prophet in the Bible for you to know who the prophets are in the Bible and the scriptures supporting it. Now, what are the benefits of the prophetic ministry? Number one, you speak with what? Authority. One of the benefits of the prophetic ministry is that you speak with what? Authority. 1 Kings chapter 17 verse number 1. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitant of Gilead, said unto Ahab, 
as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain these days, but according to thy word. Now, what is the second benefit of being a prophet? You are always receiving from the Lord. Isaiah chapter 6 verse number 8. The Bible said, And also heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. So, a prophet is always receiving from the Lord and always hearing from the Lord. Now, another benefit of the prophetic ministry or the prophet is that you are always receiving the protection of God. Receiving protection from the Lord. First Kings chapter 17 verse number 3, the Bible said, Get thee hence and turn thee eastward and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. So, Anytime you, you carry the prophetic ministry, divine protection becomes your lot. Now, another benefit of the prophetic ministry is being feared or taken care of. You are being feared or taken care of. In 1 Kings chapter 17, verse number 4 to number 6, And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brooks, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. Don't forget that the raven is one of the most stingy birds you can find off. If a raven bird lays four eggs, it will throw three away and just keep one. A raven bird does not keep, it always eats. So God commanded a raven bird to come and feed this young man, this young prophet, this prophet of God. So it doesn't matter who is stingy in your life or who has money and doesn't want to give to you. When the prophetic grace or the prophetic declaration is released, every raven-like spirit in every of your destiny helpers shall be loosed and you shall receive your possession in the name of Jesus. What is the benefit of the prophetic ministry? Number number five, overcoming trying period. Anytime the prophetic grace lands on you, you overcome trying period. Psalm 34 verse number 10, the Bible said, The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall never want anything good. Another benefit of the prophetic ministry is receiving favor from your enemies. You see, the prophetic ministry has the ability to cause your enemies to favor you and bless you. According to the scripture, in Proverbs chapter 15, verse number 7, the Bible said, The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish does not. So, I'm giving you a series of benefits you derive from the knowledge of you knowing who you are in the prophetic ministry. Another benefit is receiving spiritual gifts, just like the case of Elisha and Paul. They received the giftings from Elijah, Paul as well. Let's look at another point, making your enemies recognize your God, just like the story of Pharaoh and the Pugadnezer. So anytime the prophetic grace comes upon you, your enemies begin to identify and know who your God is. Another benefit of the prophetic ministry is making any type of decree and declaration. So once you carry the prophetic ministry or you have the spirit of the prophet inside of you or the gift of the prophet inside of you, whatever you decree and declare must surely come to pass. According to the book of Job chapter 22 verse number 28, the Bible said, Thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall come upon thy ways. 
Now, the next benefit you get from the prophetic ministry is that you are being sorted for by everybody. Just like the story of Naaman and Elisha, we know of how Naaman started looking out for the prophet Elisha in order for him to get healed just through his the servant of Naaman. So, anytime the prophetic ministry comes upon your life or you locate the prophetic ministry or the prophetic grace locates you, people begin to sort out and look out for you. That shall be your story this season in the name of Jesus. The next benefit you derive from the prophetic ministry is the ability to win souls for Christ. You can't be prophetic and not win souls for God. It's, it's, it's not prophetic. It's not prophetic. You, you, you are not carrying the God-like nature. Because even Elijah, the Bible said in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse number 39, the Bible said, And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, the Lord. He is the God. The Lord he is the God. They saw one display that Elijah did and everybody bowed and said, this Lord is God. Why? Because what he do? He challenged the Baal prophet and said, let's lay up an altar. And they lay an altar. They enchant, they enchant for almost hours and it didn't work. And Moses, uh, sorry, and Elijah took 12 stones. So I'll teach you how to build altars with 12 stones. He picked 12 stones, built an altar. He prayed it, rearranged the altar of God, and he called down fire, and fire burnt the altar and even the stones and everything. May your altar burn every satanic altar in the name of Jesus. So the next benefit you derive from being prophetic or attaining the prophetic mystery is having powers over the powers. <laughs> having power over the other powers. First Kings chapter 18, verse number 40, the Bible said, And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophet of Baal, let none of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kehosh and slew them there. After they challenged God, God gave Elijah power and commanded the beheading of all this Baal prophet. Every Baal prophet in your life and your destiny shall be aborted and be cut off in the name of Jesus. The next benefit you derive from being prophetic is what? You can pray with different methods, just like the case of Hannah and Eli the prophet. And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her lips. First Samuel chapter 1 verse number 12. The next benefit you derive from the prophetic ministry is having great faith. Joshua chapter, Joshua chapter 1 verse number 5. Please read the scripture because of time. The next benefit you derive is having power over nature. Joshua chapter 10 verse number 12 to number 13, he commanded the moon and the sun to stand still at Agilon and they, they obeyed him. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the moon and the sun stood still until in the midst of heaven. And he said not to go down about the whole day. Joshua chapter 10 verse number 12 and 13. The next benefit we derive is what? Always supernaturally strengthen. Anytime the prophetic grace is upon your life, you are strengthened supernaturally, spiritually, physically, mentally, in every facet of your life. Joshua chapter 14 verse number 7 to number 11. Please read that in your leisure time. And also, when the prophetic grace is upon you, you can predict your own death. That prophet can predict his death. We've heard so many stories of Archbishop Benson Dahosa. 
Bishop T.B. Joshua, other different prophets that predicted thy death. Genesis chapter 49 and Deuteronomy 31. You can read it. Another benefit is that his spirit lives on. The spirit of the prophet lives what? On. It lives on. Let's see scripture in the book of 2 Kings chapter 2 verse number 15. What happened? The Bible said, And when the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him, they said to Elijah, they said, The spirit of Elijah do rest on who? Elisha. And they came to meet him and bestowed themselves to the ground and bowed before him. So the spirit of the prophet always lives on. After it rested on Elisha, it moved on to John the Baptist. And it shall come back again in the last days. That's for another teaching for another time. God bless you, lovely listeners. Let's look for another benefit in the prophetic ministry or another benefit you derive from being a prophet is that you have the authority to seize or you have the authority of ease, sorry. You have the authority of what is. Numbers chapter 16, verse number 1 to 35. Another benefit is that you are empowered to handle terrible assignments. Jonah chapter 3, verse number 1 to number 4. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that the great city, and preach unto it, preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went into Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So you have the power to handle terrible assignment when you are prophetic. You see, when you are prophetic, the next benefit you derive is that you can see other people's secrets, according to Amos chapter 3, verse number 7. And you also have the power to install kings, according to 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 15 to 17. And the Lord said unto him, Go, return unto thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nemesh, Nemesis shall thou anoint to be king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Shaphat of Abel Mahoshla shall anoint to be prophet in thy room. So we have seen the benefit of the prophetic ministry. I can give you so many of them. I can tell you that when you when you encounter the prophetic ministry or you are prophetic, you can discern God's voice. According to John chapter 10, verse number 27, the Bible said, My sheep hears my voice, and I know them that follow me. So you see, I can give you so many points because of time. I want to end here. May God strengthen you. So in conclusion, what I would like you all to know and keep is that the prophetic ministry is a giant pillar in the church. Know that you are also the church, which without it, the church goes cold and stagnant. Everybody must hear the voice of God. Everybody needs to hear the voice of God. And I'm telling you emphatically and boldly that you shall hear the voice of God in the name of Jesus. I said, what? You shall hear the voice of God in the name of Jesus. Every attack upon your hearing, every attack upon your seeing, every attack upon your tongue, your declaration shall be canceled in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare over your life that every cannibalistic power that wants to stop God from speaking to you, that wants to stop the angels of God from communicating with you, that power will crash land and die in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare over your life that your broken antenna shall be reconnected tonight in the name of Jesus. This month shall favor you. This month will bless you. 
This month will not pass you by and you shall text me and give a living testimony. This month will not pass you by and you shall be recorded as the best in your generation in the name of Jesus. This month will not pass you by and every declaration you have made according to the scriptures and the will of God shall be manifested and established in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare over the lives of everyone listening that you shall never regret. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to thank you all for listening to this wonderful podcast on the prophetic ministry. I hope you were enlightened and blessed. I would like you to send me a WhatsApp message on plus two three three five seven four four zero one eight eight nine. Those in Ghana can do zero five seven four four zero one eight eight nine. Those of you in Ghana that want to connect with your seat, the MTN mobile money number is zero five four four zero eight three. 430. Those using World Remit or SendWave and wants to do direct transaction from the United States can use the World Remit detail. That's my name, Mike Julius Kujo, uh, or 0544083430. May the good Lord bless you and keep you. Those who want to communicate with me through your offerings and giving, please, you can inbox me. I'll give you the details. Those using PayPal, www paypal.me forward slash bond regeneration god bless you multiply you the lord bless you in jesus name i pray amen shalom peace and love to you